Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about Prey? I am, because after all, we are the Watchers of Movies. Hello. Hello. I don't know why I said hello so weird. <laughs> I have an idea. You do? Yeah. Can you tell me what the idea is? Because you're a zany. None. <laughs> you're a zany lady. I'm eccentric, is mm. what I would say. <laughs> would you describe me as eccentric? No, I just said you were zany. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I would. Maybe I think in like forty years, I think you'll be eccentric. I, I feel like you can only really call old ladies eccentric. Okay, quirky is quirky. for young ladies. Eccentric okay. is for old ladies. Okay, yeah. Maybe I'm just like X, you know, or zany, quirky, zany. <laughs> or just centric. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense in my mind. <laughs> It makes total sense. <laughs> and that's all that matters, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you have like an itch, like on a part of your body, and you're like, why won't you go away? This is what's happening to yeah, me right now. It's like under your skin. It is. It's yeah. annoying. Huh. Flesh eating bacteria. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Speaking of, so yeah, I was, tell I was me. Re- yeah. <laughs> it's a, it is kind of about flesh eating bacteria. Well, kind of. But <laughs> it's, I was reading a book called, uh, it was. So I went to Port Huron, you know, this past weekend, and uh, my aunt had a book called Wicked Bugs, and so she was like talking to my dad about it. And <laughs> she's like, "Brian, you need to you need to read this book." So uh, naturally, I picked it up and I started reading through it and everything. And and there's just like so many horrible, awful bugs out there that yeah. you're just like, okay, so uh, never going outside again. That's cool. Yep, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, that's gross. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd want to read a book about it. I was I was yeah. like fascinated. And my dad's like, Can I read that? And I was like, You can wait your turn, <laughs> mister. <laughs> Stop being a bug. because well, he was like about to take it away from me and I was like, I'm reading the book. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> I can't believe you the nerve. I know. The <laughs> nerve. Excuse me, sir. I am not done with this. <laughs> sir. 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 <laughs> I'm going to need you to put that book down, so, sir. <laughs> I don't know if I should mention this or not, but you've brought it up. Okay. So I'm going to tell you. Uh, my cousin was in town. My cousins were in town uh, from South Carolina, and somebody somebody mentioned bed bugs just casually. Oh, God. And my cousin said <laughs> that he had, the, they had bed bugs in their house years and years and years ago, and he said just the just hearing the words bed bugs make him feel like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, creepy crawly, and I was like, and I in my head I thought like, wow, that's the same thing that Lauren has said. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it seemed like he had the same sort of visceral reaction as you do, just just even hearing like the phrase. Oh, so. even even the phrase like uh, um, night night sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. Oh, I'm like, geez. don't say it, yeah, don't say it because it's like. See, when I heard that phrase growing up, I didn't think bed bugs were a thing. Me neither. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that they I were a real thing. I just thought it was thing. like some cutesy thing. <laughs> like, oh, the little bugs are going to pinch, pinch, they're going to get you. Yeah. Right. I'm like, oh, adorable bed bugs. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's an alliteration. Um, Kids love that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then I grew up and then I got them and I was like, okay, so probably hands down, 
the worst experience I've ever had. It sounded awful. It was horrendous. Yeah. My mom did like 36 loads of laundry because I was working at the time and she was like helping me out. She did 36 loads of laundry of my stuff. It was just, I mean, everything has to be washed. Yeah. Everything. It was, he said he said that they they paid an exterminator to come in and it didn't get rid of them and so what they had it to do is usually the first time they had to bad. like heat up their they had to go room by room with like a giant kerosene heater and heat up the room like as hot as they could yeah. for like a certain amount of time isn't that crazy That's, they're so hardy yeah it's they are insane well some of them are like are evolving to the point where they're um immune against like chemical i know and so it but heat kills them so good yeah burn them up (laughs) anyway i when i had them i stuck a bunch of it was summer it was july i think and i stuck a bunch of stuff in my car and i just left it there till like i think september because i was like nope not even gonna bring it back in and because i had exterminator come twice too and my infestation was tiny yeah like comparatively i never even saw an adult I only saw the nymphs, the oh, little babies. Wow. Yeah. So, well, I'm sorry I brought it up, but I wanted to tell <laughs> no, you that he had the same reaction as you. So, I don't know. It was. It was I bet everybody who's experienced it has probably had it's the yeah, same situation. I, it took me about two and a half years before I finally got to the point where I didn't freak out every time I had a bug bite. Yeah, and I even remember today, you calling me a couple times. I mean, like, I don't think it's anything, but I'm freaking out because yeah. I see a red mark. Yeah, yeah. Like even today, I have found this one, and I was looking at it, and I was like, "No, that's not. No, uh, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not." But I was still like, "Oh my god, what if it is?" That? But I was like, "No, Lauren, you can't have them. They have to come over from someone. Like they're not just going to show they up. Just you know, ca- like spontaneously yeah. arrive. Yeah, no, yeah. They. I mean, someone gave them to me. So yeah, he um, said that when they got to their Airbnb, he took the sheets off the bed to inspect them. Yeah." yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's so. uh, it's like an obs- like you get like obsessive about it, and I believe it. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I can't. I had one person tell me that they had them, and then they got rid of them, and then they came back like two years later. Oh my god! And I was like, oh my god, How oh my god! Even when they were telling me that, I was like, I am so sorry you had to experience that. Oh, I felt like geez. I was gonna cry. I was like, I am so sorry you had to go through this. And they were like, yeah, it was really nasty. And I was like. It's okay. I'm going to be fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, I didn't ask. <laughs> it sounds it sounds awful. It was awful. I, I don't I don't blame you for being like that. No. no. I was I was uh I was like no. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh so Anne Hesh. Yeah. It's tragic. It's pretty sounds sad. like she's not going to make it. Yeah. That's uh, awful. For I didn't read a lot. I don't even think I read the article that I sent you, but basically what it sounds like is that she was uh, drunk or she was high or something and she like went 30 feet into someone's house drove yeah. a car into someone's and house it, like started on fire or something or, yeah, it yeah. Was, like, I mean nasty and now she's like in a coma and they don't think she's gonna survive so yeah. sounds pretty awful pretty terrible I think she's had um, a pretty difficult life yeah I think uh, I keep thinking about what ever since like this whole thing has come up I keep thinking about what you said when we did Return to Paradise, where you said that maybe she had struggled with a career because of the gay thing. Yeah, I feel like people really... legit. People really, I don't know, they were not kind to her or Ellen. And Ellen found a, like, a little niche where she could sort of bounce back and 
and be herself and people accepted her and people liked her but i don't know why Anne hache didn't i don't know what i, I mean it I'm just i don't mean, know like, either people are so mean she just wasn't able to to I don't know. I, it was really. It's really sad. I think. Well, I, I like just speculating. Her performance. We don't know. Yeah. yeah, I liked her performances in the movies I've seen her in. But yeah, I'm just speculating that maybe like culture was just too too cruel to her about being in a relationship with Ellen and yeah yeah i don't know maybe ellen was lucky or she knew the right people or she's a huge bitch and she bitched her way to the top <laughs> yeah there are rumors that she's not as nice as she seems I but i don't know what don't true know. i don't know if it's true or not i like ellen i like her show i don't watch it regularly or i didn't when it was on but um, i always I found kind it entertaining of, like i i think like hindsight i'm looking back and some of the things that she's like like uh pranks that she's pulled and made me go is she that nice of a person? <laughs> yeah. You know, no, yeah. like she really likes scaring people, which is, I mean, if that's your shtick, it's whatever. I think it's, it can be funny. But like if you're, if you're playing like mean pranks on people or whatever, just to get a reaction, like that makes me kind of think that you're maybe not that nice of a person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a good I point. don't know. I mean, who knows? But um, yeah. So Anne Hage thing, obviously. It's very yeah. sad. Yeah, Yeah, she's not very old. No, she's like in her 50s, I think, or something. Yeah, she's not very old at all. So I think she's got children as well. Really? Yeah. It's so sad. I thought so. You know, TBIs are no joke. Like, they really fuck you up, you know, because she, like, it sounds like that's, I mean, that was the issue is that she got a really massive, you know, traumatic brain injury. And that's, well, obviously, because if you're in a coma, you're not just going to be in a coma if your body is hurt but yeah it's it's really scary mm-hmm. for sure yeah oh i have some more of those questions if you want to oh do yeah let's do them do the questions oh i have a good one so this is not just necessarily a movie but um name a remake of a movie or a song that you can't stand and why oh a remake of a movie or a song that i can't stand and why mm-hmm. um Do you have one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a it's a cover of Falling by the Beatles. And we've talked about this before because we're both like purists when it comes to our music covers. Yep. Yeah. And she says, like, I've just seen a face I can't forget. Um, he's just the boy for me. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Can you be bisexual for like five seconds? I feel that way. Like, it really bothers me when they change the lyrics. Me too. To be like boy or girl or something. Like, if I'm a male singer and I change the lyrics to be... I know. It's about a girl or vice versa. That really bothers me because I'm like, just, just sing it the way it was written. Chris Cornell does a cover of uh, Nothing Compares to You. And um, one of the lyrics is, now Prince actually wrote the song, so it could be the original lyrics and she just changed them. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's what she says is, I wrap my arms around every boy I see, but he sang, I wrap my arms around every girl I see. And I'm oh. just like... Like, and I really like the cover because I loved Chris, well, love, I mean, he's, he's since passed away, but I always really loved his voice. Mm -hmm. And so I like that cover because I'm like, like, he's just kind of got this like gritty or had this like gravelly, like sexy voice, you know, I'm not sure if you're really familiar with his stuff, but every time I'm like, "Mm." yeah, that really (laughs) drives me nuts. Like, you wrap your arms around every boy you see. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, can't you just say it? 
just be bisexual for five seconds <laughs> please yeah. exactly yes yeah so can you think of any um let me think a minute i could ask another question if you can't think of anything i think i have i know i have ones but i just can't i can't think of anything right now and i feel like i know that there is something like <laughs> there's definitely movie remakes and i'm like why they even remake this little women well, I, I didn't mind that one. Well, that's mine. Oh, because <laughs> I oh okay hated the new yeah, Little no, Women. I was like, not like, it. I was like aggressively angry about it. I was like, Mm-mm, no, I no, I hated it. <laughs> and I've told everyone who will listen. Oh, Beauty and the Beast too. I've really, really hated Beauty and the Beast. Like I have, listen, I've hated a lot of things in my life and held a lot of grudges. But I cannot tell you that I I think that the biggest grudge I've held against movie things is Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Because I loved the cartoon. The cartoon's fantastic. And then I was like, oh, that's what you did. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of things I would have done. First of all, big time. Redid the casting. (laughs) Dan Stevens, he's fine, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have cast him. Definitely wouldn't have cast him, Watson. And I wouldn't have made it a musical. I wouldn't have made it a St. Christine remake. I didn't like that they made a musical. I didn't think that was necessary. Mm -hmm. It felt weird. Yeah, it didn't work so well with the live action. The no, yeah. Didn't. Like, the best part was, like, Gaston and LaFoe. And I'm like, why am I rooting for them over, like, the actual yeah, protagonist? The heroine. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's I what can't, I would say. I can't think of anyone okay. right now. So <laughs> okay. let's just move on. Okay. Um, What are some of your favorite scenes? From movies, or one of your favorite, or TV shows. Oh, okay. I have one if you want. Go, yes, do it. <laughs> so there's an episode of Community, and I know I talk about the show a lot, but I really, really love it. <laughs> and it's uh, Annie and, and Abed are playing in the Dreamatorium, which is like the room that Abed built for them to, you know, play around in. And, well, not built, but whatever. And, um, and he's just kind of having this moment where he's feeling really lonely, and he's feeling like everyone's moving on without him. And and she goes, guess what, Abed? We all feel like that all the time, and we're all here for you. And it's so sweet and moving. And every time it gets me because he's like, he's he's autistic. Like you can definitely tell that he is. And he just like I don't, you know, he doesn't comprehend the world that people who are neurotypical do. And just having that like momentary connection with him is like it's just it. There's just so many scenes in that show that that just really like touch my heart, you know. Mm-hmm. But that in particular yeah. is one of them because I think everyone's felt that way at one point. And then having just be able to someone be like, "It's totally normal and okay for you to feel this way." It's like, thank you. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, I, I needed time. to hear that. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, let's see. For me. <laughs> I feel like I can't think. Um, I have another one too. <laughs> oh, you can go ahead. What is it? <clears throat> so this one's a little uh, kind of a 180. Uh, I really love the scene in <laughs> Mr. Brex when he dreams that she kills him. The da- his daughter? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Because, first of all, I love a great death scene. And it's a great death scene. Secondly, they're playing um, that song by the the Veils. And uh, what is that called? It's so good. And it's just like, it's just so good. <laughs> like, it's so perfect. And it's such a, like, creepy, well-done scene where I didn't, 
there's something about the way it was filmed that I didn't totally love, but I love that there was like the the idea that she was like becoming him, and it was just it was good. Yeah, I just love it. I love that scene. It's a yeah. great death scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying yeah. Like I, I remember it. Not that I think I figured. Right yeah, I know. But um, <laughs> I know. I figured. I know. <laughs> Listen, I do love that movie. Yeah. But I recognize that it's not great. But the reason it's I love right. it, yeah, is because of Kevin Costner. Of course. So yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> I did think of a scene um, in Almost Famous. The band is kind of at odds with each other, and uh, and um, they're kind of fighting. And so, the guitarist played by Billy Crudup. I don't remember his I, character's I, name. I saw him forever ago. It's I should know it, but anyway, he goes to like a like a college age kids party and gets <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and then the the tour bus comes and picks him up the next morning. And uh, there's, it's like a two-parter because I really like how, so they're picking him up. So these students have just partied with like one of the preeminent rock stars of right. their generation. Right. And so their tour manager like gives a whole speech like, like as if the, like as if they've just played a concert <laughs> and he's like, thank you and good night. And <laughs> they bring him on and, and everybody at the party is kind of like excited because he was there. And then they're driving and everyone in the tour bus is super silent because they had been fighting. And um, then they start singing Tiny Dancer by Elton John. Oh, yeah. And they all sort of start singing together. And I really love that moment. I think it's really cool. The camaraderie is really cool how they're all kind of like... I, I've talked about that scene to Mike before because I really like it so a lot, and he mentioned that it was like music of like a great uh, musician sort of bringing them back together again, yeah. you know. And I yeah. think it's it's a really great scene. I love it. So, I do too. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I don't remember a lot about that movie, but I do remember that scene. I it, remember you, like, yeah. see, that's a sign. It's a yeah. testament to well, yeah. And it's Cameron Crowe, you know. Big so time. he's yeah, mm-hmm. he's great. I love Cameron Crowe. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. If you could make a movie, what would it be about? It it might be set in space. Why are you smiling like I'm having a laugh? <laughs> no, because I I'm just curious as to what you're going to say, but I also think I might have an idea of what you're going to say. So okay, I'm well I have two versions, two okay. movies that I would that I would make. Number one would be set in space, okay, in some capacity, because I really like the freedom that space movies offer with like creativity. Oh yeah, really you cool. can do a lot like, with sci-fi the and stuff. The limit, yeah. You know. Um, I don't know, maybe they would be on, like, some sort of space station, and, uh, they would maybe be going, maybe go to a planet. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> so exciting. Something. There would be something The universe is their oyster. In space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, and then also, I do really like more intimate, uh, love stories between, um, maybe two people falling in love. <laughs> I said that weirdly. I do like more intimate. Or sometimes a group of three or more. Intimate, creative love stories, I think, are also really good. I tend to gravitate towards those kind of movies as well. And um, I can see that for sure. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in, if I can combine the two, (laughs) I don't know. Space Station love story. Yeah. Um, No, that's been done. I think that was like a, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence piece oh, of yeah. garbage. Yeah, I 
I never. I've heard mixed reviews that either like either it's something like the first half is really good and the last half really sucks or something like Uh, that. So yeah. So did you see it? I don't want to. I've seen bits and pieces because it's been on TV, but not the whole thing. But it it's was it enough where you were like, "Mm." yeah, it was kind of like one of those movies where it was a little bit too like uh formulaic maybe Mm -hmm. is the way to say it and there was too much that like they could get whatever they wanted because they were on this ship and they were awake and nobody else was and there's drama but it i don't know enough about it i mean i mean like i don't know enough about it but um (laughs) i do really like coming of age love stories um you know with young young adults me too i like that and so I, i probably gravitate towards a story like that but or you know maybe like a problem solving movie in space how hmm. about you see okay i have to say one real quick um i picture you like doing movies that have like major sofia coppola vibes <laughs> it's Thanks. a compliment it's i love a, sofia a, coppola i know yeah. it's a compliment it is one of those thank compliments. you thanks um i love the vivid the vividness of her movies me too it's like the Man. colors and ugh, yeah. like marie antoinette is just so like you're like i want to be there you know like yeah. i want to party with these people i just don't want the bad stuff at the end yeah like, get beheaded, you know yeah. and, exactly <laughs> um well mine would be darker it'd probably be about loss and grief mm, um okay i wanted to start out like very like tropey so you're like Ugh, here we go again you know oh my gosh like so <laughs> It's a man and a woman move into a new house. Oh, man. Yes. I'm <laughs> and, scared. And you're like, oh, it's a beautiful old house, whatever, you know. I say that when I'm watching movies. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. Um, probably yep, Victorian, yep. because I'm obsessed with Victorians. <laughs> so, I'm, so anything... I can't talk. I just anything totally with the Victorian didn't age. didn't know what you said. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. I love, I love. So they move into a new house, and one night she's taking out the trash, and she gets bit by whatever you know oh, an animal okay oh, a critter right but i want it to be like <sighs> it just happens so quick she comes in <gasps> oh. she wraps it all up so <laughs> no I, li- <laughs> I like the idea i can picture the movie in my head right so she like creepy right so she wraps it up she's like so she's she's fine whatever but she starts having these feelings like something's wrong in the house oh, gosh. she's like turning to her husband she's like i think something is going on here i'm i'm really scared i don't know what's going on um i think that this house may be haunted and he's like okay it's not it's not that's haunted. a good trope like, it's not haunted the man never believes right. it. we've talked about this before. Exactly. yeah i like it <laughs> exactly i don't like it but i, I, I like it right so you're like mm-hmm. you're like what a jerk like what an ass just like yeah you know whatever yeah he's like nothing's happening you're like nothing's happening so she starts to see things and she's like this place is fucking haunted this place is fucking haunted and anyway it eventually leads to the point where she dies is she afraid of water she is afraid of water does he try to like put her in a bath he tries to, to just her give down. her water and she will not drink she's it. like terrified she's terrified oh gosh so anyone who knows the signs of rabies would know that she got rabies and that's how she died oh man because <laughs> so, she never that's got scary help. so she again yeah and once the once the symptoms come it's yeah too late. It, there's like it's a 99 percent chance of yeah. death if you don't get oh, yeah gosh. i did my research on this so 
she ends up dying in the autopsy the autopsy uh, autopsy technician is like yeah your wife had rabies so she everything that she thought was happening was just because she was going crazy and he was actually right the entire time i like that because it's really a spooky story about well, a checked out husband trope. yeah well and <laughs> yeah. it turns the trope on its head too yeah. which i think is important because and what if like she bit him right before she died <laughs> So the have, ultimate yeah. revenge. I'm just no. That's that's interesting. That be what would you, what would the title be? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, because you don't want to give it away totally. No. I mean, yeah, that's good. I like it. Hydrophobia, maybe. No, Mm-mm. it's too no. on the nose. That's too. <laughs> it's it's like too way too on the nose. Confusing for people as well. <laughs> just boop my own nose. I, I um, saw you do it. I saw it happen. <laughs> Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, maybe just like her name, like Alice oh, or something. Yeah. yeah. Like just something so you have no yeah. idea. Because I don't want, I want, as I've said before, a surprise ending should not, should, it should be, surprise you. it should surprise you, but not be un- unexpected. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's time. what, I, that's exactly, because I, I want someone to be like, wait, I think I might know what's going on yeah. as the movie. Like, it's not supposed to be a surprise. Sure. But it is one of those things where you go, oh shit, rabies, that's what she had the entire time. You know yeah. what I mean? So it kind of like occurs to you and you're like, that makes so much sense now. Yeah. So That's good, I like it. I would really love if like someone made a yeah. movie, a horror movie It sounds movie like that. something M. Night Shyamalan and could And James think. Wan can stay away from oh. it. Thank you very much. <laughs> If it's going to be someone, I want it to be like a Guillermo del Toro, though he's kind of like, uh, like, I find that I kind of like every other movie he makes, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. there's, there's been a couple where I'm like, "Eh," like, I didn't really like Mama, a Crimson Peak was okay. I just recently watched that and I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It wasn't the greatest, but it was enjoyable. Um, But then he has like the devil's backbone and the devil's backbone is really creepy and good. So I don't know. You know? It's good. But James Wan can fuck off, so thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That should be the title. (laughs) James Wan can fuck off. He's like really throw people off. (laughs) I know. He'd be like, Why the attack on me? And I'm like, why not the attack on you? Have you seen your movies? They're terrible. Still press. Oh, I have to tell you something. (laughs) My friend messaged me. And she's like one of those people who will like call me and be like, hey, do you know who this person is in this movie? And I'll go with so-and-so. And she'll go, okay, thank you. That's all I want to know. And I go, okay, bye. Talk to you later. So she sent me a picture of um, Patrick Wilson and the Darth Maul character from Insidious. And she goes, Lauren, who is this ma- this Darth Math guy? <laughs> Darth Math? <laughs> and I was like, Insidious, don't watch it. It's really bad. Oh my and she's gosh, like, yeah, I wasn't movie. planning on it. But uh, I wish she would have afforded me the same courtesy. <laughs> Instead, you made me watch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It was uh, the ghosts. I mean, if you're going to compare like Guillermo del Toro's Crimson Peaks ghosts compared to like James Wan's ghosts, James Wan's ghosts look like they're in black and white makeup on the set of Pleasantville. <laughs> and and like Guillermo del Toro's ghosts were like beautiful and spooky, like Ooh. creepy. So you were like, oh, but also, oh. Mm. Mm. So very stylized ghosts. Anyway, so... Do you want to talk about the movie? Let's do it. Okay. Let's talk about the movie. All right. So, Prey okay, yes. is, is Prey. about a Comanche tribe, specifically this one woman named Nauru, who's like 
probably a teenager, I think, maybe. Yeah. And she wants to become a warrior. So she wants to do something called... What was it called again? Um, it's basically a test that she has to pass to become a warrior, and it's to kill, like, a beast. And she is surprised by suddenly <laughs> the predator. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. What am I saying? What? I don't know. Am I saying this weird? <laughs> saying this weird? No, I just, I'm imagining him like popping up. He's like, girl, uh, hey, I'm here. And she's like, oh my God, predator. What's up, girl? You, you want to hunt? my birthday. <laughs> He's like, girl, I got you the head of a lion. And she's like, oh, <laughs> it's still dripping with blood. Thank you. I'll just I'm put sorry this with all laughing. my other lion I'm heads. sorry for laughing. I just... <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> anyway, she's awesome. She's badass. So, she kills a predator. Yeah, the so there's a predator. <laughs> mm-hmm. You learn that the predator but has come like to Earth. But not like a predator, like a Earth hunt. predator. It's like it's a space alien. predator. Yeah, she sees him coming. She yes. sees a ship in the clouds, and she thinks it's a sign that right. she's ready to become a warrior. Yes. but She thinks it's the Thunderbird. Really, it's the predator's... Like, I think you're supposed to... I think based on like the lore is this is like their first visit to Earth to hunt, mm-hmm. hunt, hunt things like for sport and um, yeah and yeah and it's just basically about how she defeats the predator yeah and it takes place in the 1700s yeah 1719 mm, yeah so um, which I thought was really cool I did too and it's like an entire well I mean except for the French traders or fur traders it's an entirely indigenous cast which is awesome I because think really like, cool. yeah. thank you finally <laughs> you know like let's mm-hmm. get some representation up in yeah. here you know what and I'm saying and the Hulu version you can watch it in English or you can watch it in Comanche which and I did not know that pretty cool <laughs> yeah. and uh, it is pretty cool I think that's just incredible and um, I, it's a travesty that the movie was released on Hulu and not in theaters and I don't understand it I agree. I, I think am it's so perplexed. Yeah. So you liked it, obviously. Sorry. Yes, I yes, did. I yeah. loved it. So yeah. Mike, uh, last Saturday, Mike sent me a text message mm-hmm. on his cellular from his cellular phone. <laughs> textual, and he said, "Are you interested in watching Prey? Because if not, I'm going to watch it this morning." And I was like, "Oh, uh, you go ahead and watch it, and tell me if it's worth watching. I don't mind if you watch it without me." And. Uh, in my head, I had seen the trailer for it, and I was like, I bet that's entertaining in the way that the first Predator was entertaining. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to, like, hurry and watch it. I just, you know, watch it. Tell me how it is, and I'll watch it sometime. And he spoke very highly about it that, mm-hmm. that same day when we were talking about it. He, he spoke very highly of it, and he also texted me and said that there was a very talented dog actor on it. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as he sent me that, I was like, well, now I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> very cute dog. And then he, like, raved about it beyond that and, and said very, very good things about it. So I watched it the next day, and I was like, this movie is amazing. And then I watched yeah. it again the next day. after. And so you I watched it two me. days in a row. Yes, yeah. I texted you, and I was like, you should watch Prey. <laughs> And you said you were planning on it anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I had added it almost immediately to my my list, um, which doesn't mean anything because it can be on my list for years and I never touch it. So, so when you were like, "Oh my god," well, you didn't say "Oh my god," but you, <laughs> I said, "Girl, let me dish." You were like, "Girl, it is amazing," and I was like, "Okay, I have to." So we decided. We're, we were going to do a different movie, but we were like, let's do Prey this week instead. It just came mm-hmm. out. Why not? You know? Yeah. And then I went out. Sorry, oh, I'm okay. making noise. That's my bad. <laughs> uh, and then I went out and t- 
two different people recommended Prey to me, and I was like, okay. Uh, well, no, I was going to watch it. Sure, yeah. From your, just your recommendation alone. But then people. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you're so welcome. Thank uh, you. And then two more people recommended it to me, so I was like, okay, that's that's awesome. Two more but, less important people. Yes, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. I forgot to say that. My, my apologies. Yeah. Much less important. <laughs> Like so, they're like non-important, non-people, non-entities, randos, if you'd like to call them. You know, just a guy on the street. NPCs, yes, NPCs, (laughs) yes. Jeez, I like it. Playables are these are playables. Hello, weary trader. You have come to my store. Have you seen the movie Prey? I have many goods here for a humble servant to you. Would you like to trade? <laughs> Let me walk over here. It's not a lot, but it's a living. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, yeah, so these non-people, non-entities, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. They recommended it non, to you. Non-groupers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Non-podcasters. Anyway, so... <laughs> just keep going on if you want me to but yeah. I won't keep uh, going on so uh, yeah and uh, then I watched it I watched it today you did watch it I watched I it today I wondering okay. yes no I'm I know I know it, usually I don't I just wing it the thing is which is why I'm so bad at doing this you haven't texted me yeah <laughs> you haven't texted me about it at all and so I was like did she like it did she not like it so what did I you didn't think? Wanna, I didn't want to tell you how I, I felt about well, it. Well, Lauren, you have practiced the most <laughs> self-control you've ever practiced. I actually, what's funny is I didn't even think about texting you about it. Oh, well, now I feel offended and sad. <laughs> well, Left out. To be fair, I didn't text anyone else about it. Oh, no, I did. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> Don't tell me stuff like that. <laughs> Keep it to yourself, you I cheating didn't text whore. No, I was <laughs> You slut. You're talking movies you with other people. <laughs> You're talking movies with who knows who. How many people are you talking movies <laughs> with? I, can't. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> I'm too hurt and offended. Oh, I'm so... <laughs> no, I'll be fine. Please walk away. <laughs> no, anyway... <laughs> So you um, liked it. You didn't like it. I did like it. Oh, yes. I thought it was fun. It cool. was well, it was it was awesome so and I cool. really loved that it was a um like a badass young woman and she was cooler than all the other warriors. <laughs> She's the only one that survived. She's hard. Yeah. Well, yeah. and the thing is she was like smart about it where I felt like the others were just immediately attacking him versus her where she's like, "Wait, I'm noticing something like she notices with the French trapper that the the uh, what is it the flowers that she gives him or whatever to cool his blood like yeah Mm -hmm. like the predator doesn't notice him I thought that was so cool until he like screams yeah (laughs) understandable because you know uh, that part was nasty I was like this dude's not gonna survive with one leg there's no way when she's putting that like uh, balm or whatever on on his severed like I was like this seems like putting a bandaid on (laughs) like a like he's cut in half and you're trying yeah. to like put a band-aid on him, you know. <laughs> like he's like having a heart attack yeah. and you're like, This will do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little band aid. Yeah. Uh it, it kind of uh what is that? There's there's a there's something that I I heard once and it was um is you're rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic, my friend. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's good. What it I felt like, like it. I like it. She was yeah. rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. And I was like, nah, this this guy's not going to survive. All of his friends or whatever, colleagues are dead. No, yeah. He, there's no way he's going to make it out of there. Yeah, was he wearing fake teeth? Because his 
mouth was like crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, the, like the really he had giant teeth. He and did. I, listen, if he wasn't wearing fake teeth, then I feel really bad. But <laughs> I the whole time I watched him, I was like, that guy, like, those cannot be his teeth, right? I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I did like it. I liked it a lot. It was uh, it was fun, and I like that. I think one of the things I really liked about it was, and I have seen the original Predator. I don't think I really remember this part, but I like that every time like he was like touched by external forces that you could see kind of like the shield of invisibility was kind of crackling. Um, and I thought that that was cool because there's like that point where they're like in the mist or whatever. And then you can, you can just see it continuously like going up and down his body. Yeah. And I thought that that was really neat. Yeah. And I also like the skull helmet that he yes. wore too. I thought that that was super creepy and it reminded me of the village a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And I, uh, I like that. And um, it was just, like yeah it was it was like a fun movie and i love that it was a female you know lead and like indigenous again it's like it was great it was fun i so yeah yeah Yeah. i liked it i did i wrote a a small review for it on letterboxd and i wanted to read my review okay so this is my review on letterboxd i gave it five stars okay and i said girl power sounds too cheap for a movie this fun and aesthetically pleasing and intense and creepy but girl power <laughs> and a pretty great dog two thumbs up heart symbol yes. <laughs> anyway like it i just i thought it was so cool like she was so cool and she was imperfect so she wasn't yeah you know totally large and in charge but she just knew what she was doing enough mm-hmm. to get through the situation and and to improve and learn and it was it's such a cool movie it's like creepy and fun and it is I've said it before, and I'll probably say it three more times at least. It's a travesty that we can't watch it on the big screen with surround sound yes. in the dark theater. Dude. I mean, why wasn't this released in theaters? This I movie don't know. Is one of, this movie is by far one of the best movies I've seen this year, and maybe one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Yeah. It, and was, it was really well done. Yeah. And I wouldn't call myself a predator boy. Uh, I like... Predator boy. I like the, I like the first Predator because it's a pretty fun, unique monster movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike and I watched Predator 2 last night, which is a fall from grace from the first <laughs> is one. That the one. It's with, rough. There's one that it's I watched Danny that was Glover. with... No, that, that wasn't the one... Uh, I mean, yeah, I assume that obviously is correct, but I was saying I, I watched one with Alice Braga was in it. And that's, I think it was... Was Adrian Brody in it? Maybe. Because there was one that, there's been a few in between. I'm going to look it up. But yeah, no, this movie was like so well made and so good. And the production value, the acting, I loved so the costume design. Predator 2 was like... Predator 2 was really bad. I loved the costume design in this Predators. movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I don't, oh, you know what? <laughs> I remember why I didn't like Predators, because Tover Grace ended up being the bad guy, and I went, oh, okay. He was the sure. Predator? <laughs> was, well, he was I'm like. I'm kidding, I know he was. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, okay, Tover Grace yeah, is the bad guy. Yeah, he doesn't really have bad guy energy. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. No, he doesn't at all, and when he was like. I've been the bad guy the whole time. I was like, mm, I'm sure you were. <laughs> you know, like I just really, I don't, I don't have a lot of um, like high praise towards Topher Grace. I think he's pretty much Eric Foreman, and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, I've seen other of his movies, and I've just never been impressed with him. I think he's just 
he's fine. He is what he is, you know? Um, but, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's not as bad. Did I ever tell you that I was ta- I was on, like, Bumble BFF? This is going to make me sound so horrible, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I was on Bumble BFF, and I asked this girl what her favorite actor, who her favorite actor was, and she told me Ashton Kutcher, and I stopped talking. <laughs> Jeez. What I a was smoot. Like, I was like, I'm sorry. I... <laughs> I'm sorry to that girl who's out there. I don't remember your name. But she told me that. And I was like, your favorite actor in the world is Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> and after that, I was like, I don't think I can be friends with this person without making Jeez. fun of him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just that I know Man. that makes me sound horrible, but I'm sorry. Your favorite actor is Ashton Kutcher. Come on. <laughs> The anyway. world is very big. There's someone for everyone. And, and I like it very small. <laughs> no, yeah. Now, it's teach their own, but, um, you know, when you're wrong, you're wrong. So there's that. <laughs> Jeez, I like it. So put the movie in theaters is all I wanted to say. Like, yes. You know, let us watch it in the dark and the, with the surround sounds. It was so cool. It would have been really cool in um, IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. Just in yeah. Just in theaters, yeah. Yeah. In general. Put it somewhere. I love seeing things. I love seeing action movies on the big screen. Yeah. Big time. And this movie was like so creepy too, and I really liked that about it. And um the actress who played Naru, uh Amber Mid Thunder and mm-hmm. uh she kind of when I was watching it I was like, Man, I could believe that she was Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> I actually wrote that down. <laughs> I was like, man, she looks so much like yeah. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, I think Aubrey Plaza is like Puerto Rican. They just have similar like lips. Oh, they and, totally like, do. Face. Their eyes. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Big time. I could see them being like, like playing they sisters. They could play sisters. Oh, big time. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And she did such a good job. She was really, really good. She, she had the right amount of like determination and curiosity and confidence and she was likable yeah she was likable and i i really liked the dog i thought the dog was a really really cool like companion for her and there was some time in the middle where i was like is the dog okay where's the dog (laughs) because you know you never know when you see a movie if the dog is gonna be like i almost looked the dog's gonna die i almost did too but then i was like i don't want to know because i want to like finish the movie i did i was i was worried something else was going to be spoiled for me Mm. like which is i haven't updated the uh the instagram because i was worried that if i looked at the screenshots that it would ruin something for me so i gotta do that tonight oh yeah yeah so she did such a good job and i really liked the guy who played her brother his name is Dakota Beavers. Mm-hmm. He played her brother named, I think it's Tabe, is how you pronounce it. And I really liked the relationship because he was firm with her where he didn't want her to maybe do something that she was unprepared for. But he also, when she would just go ahead and do it anyway, he would sort of encourage her and help her. He wouldn't yeah. talk down to her or force her to leave or something like like the other warriors were like you need to get out of here because you're a girl and she's like why yeah like i she's like 
and and I think it was it felt like it was sexist like it wasn't like no oh big time yeah like they yeah. were like no you can't it definitely was because they yeah. said why are you coming along there's you don't have to cook anything we're not oh, gonna be gone that long I know when they said that I was kind of like <laughs> okay fuck you and then the, she was the only one that lived so I was like well extra fuck you because <laughs> I guess who lived and you didn't yeah like, you know but then her and, and in that like they were going to look for the mountain lion which I'm not embarrassed to say that I texted Mike and said, "Are there lions in the United <laughs> no, States?" It took me a second too. Yeah, I was like, I was like, they're finding a lion. I was like, I'm pretty sure lions well, only live in like the savannah and, and I was like Africa. Wondering partially if that was supposed to be misdirection. If we're supposed to be like, oh, they think that the predator is a lion because it's like something they've never seen before, but they wouldn't have a name for it, right? So then I was thinking, like, what is it? And I texted Mike, and he texted me back, oh, it's a mountain lion, and I was like, oh. <laughs> That's yeah. That's so obvious now. But he said he thought he thought the same thing. So you know and you what? Did too. So. It's funny. It's funny. I don't think it would have occurred to me that it was a mountain lion if I hadn't started watching that show alone. Because oh, I've been watching yeah. that. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, there's there's like mountain lions around here, and I was like, oh mountain lion. Okay. But um, by the way, if you do want to watch a show, it's like a real life The Edge. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. It's a an intense show. These people are like really like it's like the hunger games but less death oh and no stanley tucci <laughs> and also like older they're not kids <laughs> they're like in their 40s and stuff so yeah yeah no stanley tooch no mm-hmm. tooch no tooch it's unfortunate so yeah i liked that he he was like no she should stay because she can track so well and mm-hmm. I, I like that because he sticks up for her like behind the scenes he's sort of like kind of scolds her a little bit about things or like tries to encourage her to be better and tells her like you know you're not quite ready for this hunt because you are you you want to be hunting something that's hunting you back you know right. you're right you think you're ready and she thinks she's like she said she like sees a thun- saw a thunderbird in the air but it was really like the, the ship the dropping ship, the predator yeah. off which i thought was really cool because i really liked and i thought it was a really good style decision decision to make this happen in a native american tribe because they have their own like oral history and lore yeah so the things that she was seeing while weird would not necessarily be so weird to her because they have such an elaborate uh like like history, history of like creatures yeah, and things yeah. like like she thought the ship was a thunderbird yeah sure of course because right you equate well, it to it's like their mythology yeah. yeah and so i yeah. thought that that was really creative because then there was an explanation for why these things were perplexing her but not making her shit her pants you know what i <laughs> yeah, mean yeah well because like I, go on i i, I want to say something about that go on later in the movie um when the, when the other when the warriors came to try to make her go back but then they encountered the predator i was thinking like how terrifying would that be to be a native american tribe in 1700 and to see like advanced alien technology on this creature like that'd be terrifying oh yeah but the things that were building up to her seeing it she could explain with the mythology and i thought that that made total sense you know like she's like oh i saw something and he was as big as it and she says like a creature name and they're like okay okay (laughs) yeah yeah right okay and so i thought that was really cool and like seeing fire in the sky didn't quite freak her out because she thought it was a sign that she was ready you know but and and then she like sees like the tracks and everything and she's like it looks like a bear but i don't think it's a bear Uh you know she's like it's bigger than a bear and and she sees like the the snake that's skinned Mm -hmm. and which i was like what how does that even work (laughs) you know pull it off i guess (laughs) anyway what were you gonna say 
Oh, I wrote down, um, we in our day and, a- day and age freak out over UFOs. Imagine seeing a spaceship in the 1700s. I mean, there's no flying machines. Yeah. yeah. Like, what I would mean, you what think? Do you, yeah. yeah. I, we, I mean, we now are like, oh my God, there's something flying. That's a fucking UFO. Which, by the way, again, UFO only means unidentified flying yeah, object. Yeah, it doesn't mean it aliens. It has nothing to do, yeah. like, does not necessarily mean aliens. And I feel like people forget that a lot, and they always associate UFOs with aliens. But I'm like, it could just be a weird jet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just Anything unidentified. Anything that you don't know what That's it is, it. is a UFO. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Well, well, it's I mean, flying. It's yeah. flying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the thing on the ground is a UFO. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just thought that that was kind of like, I can't. I mean, if I saw something weird now, I'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, and I would freak out. So, but I like that they explained it where it wasn't like she didn't think it was something. You know, she just assumed it was like a good, a good omen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I thought that that was interesting, but I. I wanted to say also that I really, like, I'm fascinated by old medicine. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's really interesting. Uh, There's just so many different, you know, types of, like, herbs and flowers out there that can do so many different things. And I have no knowledge of it whatsoever. I know, like, ginger helps your stomach feel better, and that's pretty much where my knowledge ends. You know what I mean? And, uh... But, you know, she's so she's working on like uh, becoming a healer. And I also like that they the the boys that are all the warriors were moving Pewee, Pewee, the guy that was attacked by the mountain lion. Um, and they like created a stretcher and they did it like quietly and silently yeah. and like really quickly. And I was at first I was like, what are they doing? And I thought that they were like maybe building a little shelter at first. But then I was like, oh, shit, they're making a stretcher. And they just did it so quick. And it was like. They've done this a million times. They know what to do. And I thought that that was really interesting, too. I loved that. I loved how resourceful they were in that Me scene. Too. And I also loved how resourceful she was later when she, like, made a rope for her uh, her tomahawk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then, I, like, the one guy makes fun of her. But I was like, that's clever, It's though. pretty, yeah. You don't have to run and get it. <laughs> Saved her you fucking it life, back. man. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, you know? So. Mike and I discussed that, like, it would never fly back into her hand so cleanly. Like, no. if, she, if she was lucky, she would catch it. But yeah. I, I can suspend disbelief enough. You Me know? too. Like, Me too. And, and he said something similar, like... It doesn't ruin the movie. It's just if you want to no. nitpick, it's like that would never fly back in your hand. Like he 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 equated like it to like Thor's hammer. Yeah, yeah exactly. I actually was that. Or yeah. like Captain America's shield or something. Yeah, like yeah, like, psh, yeah. Like, oh thanks. But it was still like, oh, I need a rope. Let me just make one. Oh, we need a stretcher. And I thought that was so cool. Like yeah. the land was like their tool, like their tools. Their tools. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, yeah. I mean, and and people. Um, indigenous individuals that you know grew up on the land and stuff like that they know all those clever different ways to use the land versus me who goes out for like five seconds and I'm like oh my god I'm covered in sweat I'm dying I hate well, everything outside I also think one of the things that I think worked really well is that they were in, in indigenous people in the 1700s because mm-hmm. I think it gets a little bit rocky if they're indigenous people in modern day and they know all that medicine because i think that seems that's like they predator 2 had a little situation like that where um there was like a horrendously horrendous like bogged down story about like gang fighting in the movie and the head of like the jamaican gang had all this old like 
voodoo knowledge and it felt a little bit racist Mm. like oh because he's jamaican he has all this weird knowledge even though he lives in the middle of los angeles in 1997 or whatever you know yeah so i think (laughs) that that they made kind of a stretch well they made a really good style choice to make it back well i mean they had to if they're going to do it like when the predator first came but it works because they they have nothing else they have to live off the land you know right, like right. there's it's not like there's big like cities with modern medicine and technology you know yeah you can't just be like oh, so, i'm gonna go and get a ace bandage from the hard yeah or not his hardware store but you know or go to yeah. the pharmaceutical like go to the pharmacy and get some medicine so i i think that that was a good style choice to make it so set too. back then because then you could really immerse yourself in the fact that they would know all these remedies you know it's not a stretch to think that young people and older people alike would know these remedies yeah you know because they literally need them to survive oh yeah yeah i mean i i think that um and i like that they showed like they were tanning the hide and everything like removing all the like excess fat or flesh or whatever (laughs) gross but um i i like that they they had all that and it was it just it was such a beautiful film too it was so like aesthetically pleasing everything was cool like the every like all the shots were very pretty mm-hmm. i love the costume design as i said i love the set design of like the tps and the the little encampment and and the music was pretty cool mike did say and i want to say this because i don't know the predator like theme score well enough to even notice it but he said he wished that the movie had had like had toyed around with using like the predator score from the first movie but maybe gave it like a like little an bit of old a flair, like a Native yeah. American flair, but they didn't do that. It was all like original. It wasn't like sampling. Oh, that is kind of disappointing. And so I did. I didn't know that because I would. I've only seen the movie like once or twice, the original. So I would never have. I realized have it. Yeah. But I had to say that because he did. He did bring that up. That he said he wished that it, it had that. But um, that is kind of disappointing. I really want to talk about the plant because something that's, that I think is so cool that happened because. I think it's so cool how it happened. I mean, so she's, so the guy gets like attacked by the mountain lion and they go save him and she gives him this orange, the petals of this orange flower. And one of the guys, one of the other young guys is like, giving him that much will kill him. And she's like, no, it'll just cool the blood. And and then they're walking through the forest, carrying him on a stretcher and he like is shivering and the one like tries to cover him up and she's like, don't do that. Do you want him to be comfortable or do you want him to be alive? And I was like, she's hardcore. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I so too. Not for one second, never did it occur to me that this was going to be the trick for keeping cool because, you know, like the predator has heat vision. Right. And so later in the movie, she gets stuck in like a mud bog and she's like almost like sinking and sinking and that almost dying and i was scary. like it was terrifying but i was like <laughs> she um, was so calm when she first fell in it yeah. she was like oh where am i okay <laughs> i seem to have fallen <laughs> yeah but, but and so I, I thought she was gonna be like okay with her just like i thought was maybe just gonna beat her waist but then you can see her slowly sinking more and more and that last like throw of the what was it a tomahawk or mm-hmm. yeah well, on, that, the, on the rope yeah yeah the last throw of the tomahawk you're like if she doesn't make it she will die yeah and it it's like conveniently I you gone, you know that she's probably going to survive. Of course, she's the, you know yeah. protagonist, but it's still like that. Like I was, I mean, I so I have a thing where um, if I watch a movie, I usually like to know how much longer I have in this. This one, I did not do that oh, nice. until like I had to pause it for whatever reason, and I did it like. 20 minutes till the end and i was like oh my god there's only 20 minutes left because i was so into <laughs> the gross. movie yeah that i was just like i was like what's gonna happen next you yeah know? and that 
that does not happen. Even if I like a movie, that doesn't that hardly ever happens. So that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. Well when she fell I agree. I really liked it. I was engrossed the whole time too. And when she fell into the mud, I was like, oh, okay, they're gonna do a mud thing like they did with Arnold Schwarzenegger and that's how he like stayed cool so the predator couldn't see him, you know, he like covered with mud. And then they totally threw me because later she gives that plant to the the fur trader. Mm-hmm. And that's, and I think that that's so cool how she's hiding from the predator. And then she realizes that the predator didn't see him. Yeah. And then she realizes that, oh, the plant that cools the blood. And so she puts it together in like her own little like primitive way of putting it together. Like this is what, like this equates to this equates to this. And I thought that that was so cool because it threw me and I didn't expect it. And maybe a more hardcore Predator fan would have seen it coming, but I think it was create. It was so creatively it was done too. that it, it was it was really good. It wasn't obvious. And then I liked how the guys, like, you think, oh, the fur trader might survive the Predator encounter at least. He might die from getting his light cut off and no <laughs> yeah. modern medicine. He but, might bleed out, but... <laughs> but the Predator didn't see him, but then the Predator steps on him because he didn't see him and he makes noises and he killed him like we talked about. But, right. And I thought that was so cool that that's how she discovered how to be invisible to him and, me too. and and it also like stumped me and i know the secret you know like we know the secret to predator that he has heat vision and that the movie shows us as well because right. we see him seeing aliens and other people and stuff but i i thought that was really creative that it was the plant and she figured it out and I yeah that was a really the writing was really well done in this movie i agree i have to stand up for a second um oh um i think i don't know if it was predators I think that was the one where I was t- telling you about how I can't now I can't remember it was I think it was Alice Braga but now I want to say it was Sana Lathan standing it was like her and the predator and they're standing near each other and it's almost this moment where I was like are they gonna make out this oh, feels a little romantic and um they didn't because that would have been really weird but i i think it was predators and i think i remember telling you about how the ending was just so ridiculous because he was like yes he i remember like you went talking from about being it. a predator to being like we're chill you can go. i mean he wasn't speaking english but you know what i mean like it was very much like we're chill you can go and i was like mm. he just spent the entire movie killing everyone you know he's not gonna be chill like it was i can't remember if it was predators or not but it was one of them and i was just like what <laughs> yeah well they're the, like the hunters mike kind of explained some of that to me last night because a similar thing happened in predator 2 but he was like you know they just come to hunt like it's like a safari for them oh you know? okay so oh so they're coming just to like have fun basically yeah, like yeah. they're just like i love murdering yeah they're hunting <laughs> i'll murder <things>. anyone <laughs> and mike pointed this out to me and i didn't quite put it together but in prey he didn't he killed he killed the predators. He killed the other predators. Oh, like, right, he right, right. He killed the wolf. Right, because he wasn't hunting things that weren't, like, going to actually hurt him, right? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was trying to hunt, like, the apex predators, like the right. bear and the wolf. And I did put it to... I mean, she did tell us, so it's not... She told us later that, like, you know, he he's not going to hunt us for be, by being bait. Right. He hunts things that hunt. So I did know that, but I didn't really equate it with like the animals that he killed how right. he you know he didn't kill the bunny or the mouse he killed the That's thing true. that killed the bunny and or tried to kill the bunny or try to kill you know kill the mouse so very true. you know so I, that they're like they they just they come to hunt it's like 
Yeah, that like bear scene was intense. It was he like intense. cut the belly and it just oh bled my gosh. everywhere. I thought that it was, was like, so oh. cool how his form was revealed to her. I did too. I thought it was. I thought that was. It was awesome. like gruesomely cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what a power shot there. It when was she. Yeah. And then I like that she was able to get away, probably because his eyes were covered with blood for a little a minute. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. he saw her floating down the stream. He could see like her heat signature from her head, you know, mm-hmm. floating. But yeah, I thought that was pretty, yeah, pretty cool shot. It was, it was pretty gross, she, but it was good. And I was also like concerned about the dog because the dog sort of like ran away at that I, I point. Was, yeah. yeah, the entire movie, I was like, please don't kill the dog. Please yeah. don't kill the dog. Please don't. Yeah. And I almost, I almost looked it up, but I didn't. I didn't want to ruin anything for myself, and I was worried that I was going to. Um, but I, so I wrote down hunting at night with only fire to light your way sounds fucking it's, terrifying. Yeah, I was like, pitch black. Who? So scary. Yeah, like it, it's I. So one time I, this is just a little quick. Um, an- antidote, antidote. Is that how you pronounce it? Anecdote. Anecdote. That's it. The other one is antidote, and I always confuse it. <laughs> I don't confuse it. Too. I know the difference. It's just they just sound very similar. Anyway, anecdote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was with, uh, I was with an, a- I was with my ex, and he wanted to walk down this trail. He wanted to walk down Plaster Creek Trail at night, and I stepped in about maybe two feet within the trail and it was pitch black and i said absolutely not no fucking way there's no way i'm doing this he's like okay that's fine we can turn around i was like this is terrifying i was like i don't even want to go 10 feet into this it was pitch fucking black it was like i i'm like so you're out there and you're and the thing is like you're hunting against animals that have night vision like cats big cats like mountain lions yeah they can see well in they're the fucking kind of like dark. nocturnal right oh yeah, yeah 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 so i mean cats like um you know i have a cat and and he can see like where he's going at night but i'll be like bumping into things so i'm like the big bumbling human and he's just like you know running all over um yeah and yeah i'm like no No, it would be terrifying i agree it would be like and there's roots and trees and other things that you can trip over and smaller predators that might not kill you but could hurt you and no thanks yeah no thanks i also wrote down um i don't know if you notice it but when the wolf bit the predator you can see the green blood on its fang i thought that 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 was cool i thought that maybe she would find the wolf and like it'd be another like notch and like okay something weird is happening but then you see him like using his futuristic equipment to like melt the flesh off the wolf's skull (laughs) so so he can put it in his trophy room yeah that was uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i guess i just it didn't like now that you told me that thing that they they go here like it's it it reminds me of uh, what is that um the what is it like world's most dangerous game or world's most what is that called where they're hunting the humans Mm -hmm. right i know what you're Um, talking about yeah it was like yeah it was made like there was a movie and i think there's a book but anyway um it kind of reminds me of that it's like you're hunting there they are going to a planet where they know that like they're stronger they're faster whatever but they're also in danger of being you know caught so this is like they're i mean (laughs) i guess humans kind of do the same thing though you know they're like yeah i'm gonna go do this dangerous sport i might not like if my parachute doesn't (laughs) yeah (laughs) i could fall and plummet to my death yeah um but i think that's that's interesting because now that you said that i'm like oh that okay all right yeah i can see i can see that being like 
hey guys, gonna go away this weekend, gonna go to Earth, just gonna destroy a couple of humans, no big deal, whatever I can find. Gonna kill everything that (laughs) seems like a fun hunt, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and the gun at the end, so, so the trapper, the fur trader that she helps was like if you help me i'll teach you how to use this gun and so he's like teaching her how to like load it and everything and that gun she at the end at the end of the movie she hands it to like the chief and it has like a name engraved on it and Uh in predator 2 they give that gun the predator gives that gun to danny glover at the end of the movie oh that same gun yep the same gun so it's it's a callback and and so danny glover like it's exposition in the movie to show us like in predator 2 when you were watching it way back when you're like oh so they've been coming to earth and hunting since 17 years 15 17 19 well it says 1715 on the gun but okay and then so it's kind of a really cool like throwback to that and i didn't even realize that but mike told me about it and then obviously it's i like saw Chuck the same when we gun, like 20 years gun, in the yeah. making <laughs> yeah so um literally so, yeah. his gun <laughs> so that gun was the gun that like so i guess you can assume well and I don't know if you watched this, but Mike also told me that he read that at the end of the credits, you know, when there's like, it's like animated during the credits, at the very end of the animation, you see like three more ships coming yeah, in. Yeah, I didn't actually see that part. I yeah. think I, I think once the credits started, I started doing other stuff because I had to clean sure, and everything. Yeah. Um, but I did read that on the Wikipedia page and I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So, yeah, yeah, so you can assume that somewhere down the line, they came back and probably killed more people from the tribe or killed somebody and got that gun as like a trophy you know yeah so that's kind of a cool little tie-in and i think that's neat that isn't yeah yeah it's uh i wonder if they they'd been coming for even longer than that you know yeah who knows super advanced know. race of, of yeah. space aliens um you know i mean why not and and hey, uh, pre-colonial America is the perfect place to be a hunter because there's nothing there, yeah. you know, except for for indigenous tribes, and and it's not like there's big, you know, cities or anything like that. Yeah, so. there's big open space and big game. Mm-hmm. The scene where she's so I really liked that she's trying to tell her brother that there's something going on. Like they're trying to hunt the mount, hunt the mountain lion, and that guy that was like in the tree with her, and he's like, "This isn't gonna work." When your brother comes back, us men will go hunting. <sighs> and then he got killed by the lion so fast. <laughs> and oh. then, like, I didn't, I don't know much about mountain lions, but when but the, oh, when the mountain cool. lion, like, climbed the tree so fast, I was like, oh, geez. Yeah, I think that they can, yeah. yeah. And I thought it was really spooky how she was in the tree and she heard the predator and looked and saw, like, the glow from a distance. And that's kind of why she, like, fell out of the tree and she had a couple tbis herself yeah i was yeah. like she is acting very like that is one that was i think maybe really the only issue that i had was that she hit her head too many times to just be like totally okay <laughs> like the 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 french trappers she was unconscious for probably a couple hours yeah you would not be functioning normally at all at, like you would be out of it you'd be like feeling probably nauseous you would be like i'm dizzy i, I have to like yeah there's no way that you'd be like i'm about to go hunt something that will definitely kill me if i fuck up you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's to me i think that they could have done with i think maybe the first time they could have done but she still seemed like she was out for a while you know because her brother had time to carry her back home yeah so she has had two major concussions within two days or one day 
that's not right. Like, like to me, I think that they should have not included that. You know, it, it felt yeah, they like they could have made it a lot less serious. They could have made her like, I don't know, twist an ankle or something. something right. Just something that would slow her down enough where her brother would have to bring her back and. You yeah, know. yeah. Like even just helping her limp along or something, and then you know they could even do it like the next day where she you know has time to kind of just like feel better with her ankle or something. And that, yeah, but no, the 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 major concussions. I was like, um, <laughs> that's not how the brain works, buddy. It's like she would be there would be no way that she'd be able to probably even walk around. Like, and I I would not say that I know a lot about that, but I know enough to know that that shit ain't right <laughs> you know what i mean like um i'm like I'm like medically um <laughs> actually <laughs> you know so uh it that uh, oh i have to say too um that scene where she falls into the mud puddle all i could think of is if she died there no one would ever have any idea well. what happened she would to just her. have disappeared like yeah. maybe her weapon would still be out so they'd be like oh yeah, well here's her weapon weird. but yeah they like she would be under she would be yeah i guess if they found ugh. her weapon and saw that it was like a mud bog they might be like i think she sunk in here but yeah i don't know that's uh, terrible god i think about stuff like that all the time where it's like if someone died and like that like what you were saying with the uh what was that that kevin costner movie joan allen movie oh yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. where it's like someone she thought she thought her husband abandoned the family like ran away with a mistress but really he had fallen through something in their yard and that's he was so dead the whole time sad. yeah Ugh. the upside of anger Man. that's what we yeah. yeah yeah that makes me kind of want to see it but not at the same time <laughs> yeah it sounds like I something know, i like, might like but i probably I also would not maybe like maybe knowing the end might make the movie a little bit more enjoyable because you'd be like they have no idea but the whole time you're watching it you think he just abandoned the family right so it's kind of how a does weird she twist. find out did they find the body or something or? they find the body but i can't remember who finds it i can't remember if she finds it or if somebody else finds it i can't remember but Ugh, yeah that's sad yeah that's really sad yeah that's kind of like i don't know i think about stuff like that all the time when i see things like that where it's like just you just think something like did someone go missing were mm-hmm. they kidnapped and it's just like this tragic preventable end and that's it you know so yeah yeah um i i did i did also write i wrote like laughing faces i said the trapper that shot the predator in the head and the bullet ricocheted back and killed him oh yeah <laughs> i thought that, yeah i think i laughed at that part i was like <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get that's what you get for kidnapping two people <laughs> piece of shit oh was that the guy that slit his belly it might have been yeah so well, i extra was like mm-hmm. was, was that the guy or was the guy that slit his belly the guy that she used as bait at the end I don't remember. Because she remember said, either. like, you cut my brother, I'm going to cut you or something. Oh, maybe. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly. But, yeah, yeah the, there was enough enough blood and guts in this movie to be legit. And, mm-hmm. But it wasn't too much. No, I and agree. And it definitely wasn't PG-13. I PG think the 13, bear was, so like, was, the like, worst part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the I snake that. was... Yeah. And the buffalo. <laughs> and every other part. But, and every other part. <laughs> yeah. No, and I... Well, I thought it was really terrifying when... So, when the the warrior group come up to her and they're like, "We're here to take you back to the village," 
and then they get confronted by the uh, by the predator, and he fights them individually and kills them one by one. And the one there's one of them that he cuts both his arms off. And oh yeah, that was nasty. Intense. And then he like cuts his head off, but like kind of off camera. You don't see most of that. But I was like, imagine like getting both of your arms cut off like that. That's it was intense. Like that, I thought that was one of the most gruesome deaths, just because it like he was he was conscious when it happened oh yeah and it just yeah so yeah but, no i know and he's i mean he's screaming like obviously like you're gonna scream when your arms cut off but it was it was like it was a scream of like oh shit i'm dead like it was like a scream of like i know what's about to happen to me to me that's what it seemed like anyway yeah and like if you're not dead then like what are you gonna like your whole life is now gonna well, be totally different oh yeah i mean you're not actually can't be a warrior anymore yeah, you know and like, you're, it's not like you're living in a world where there's like handicap access and things or you know, you know um what are they called um I was going to call them mechanical Prosthetics. arms. Yes, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I it's, mean, it's now is the time. If you're going to get your arms cut off, now is the time to be <laughs> living. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know? There you go. Uh, um, yeah, uh, so I thought that that was pretty intense. But I liked that yeah. she was like, nobody's listening to me. And I'm going to go off on my own. And I'm going to find this thing. And I really liked when she found the footprint. And the dog was like, you want to measure the footprint? Here's a big <laughs> stick. So she used that to measure <laughs> I got you, whom? Yeah. yeah. And the dog, I guess, I looked it up, is an American dingo, also called a Carolina dog. Oh. Yeah, and I guess they're kind of like, on. they're kind of like hard to train. Are they? So sometimes, apparently, the dog would just kind of do its own thing, and they were like, is it gonna work for this take? But it did, you know, it did a good job, and Mike was right, that it they is would a great choose after that one. dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wondered if it was historically accurate, because yeah, I read on the Wikipedia page that they had like a whole binder binders of stuff for the historical accuracy and i read on the page that i saw that too the I thought toothbrush that was cool. she was using was like historically accurate yeah that she yeah would use that to That's brush her like, teeth and i thought that was a cool touch to add that i agree that like toothbrushing for some reason whenever i see toothbrushing in a movie that's like not contemporary i'm like what they had toothbrushes back though like i'm yeah. always like so like in shakespeare in love when she's brushing her teeth i was like what is this? This mm-hmm. is crazy. I was like, y'all, you, y'all don't even bathe, but at least you're brushing your teeth, I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah. know, like maybe bathe at life the same is time. Lot, life is a lot more painful if you don't brush your teeth. Yes, you know. Yes. So, um, and also, it's just nice to have fresh breath and not, you know, yeah. someone you don't want to kill someone you're talking to. But I like it like, as <laughs> I like it as an example of like. You may be wondering why this person who's supposed to be alive in the 1700s has perfect teeth, and now you know. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, uh, and that's good. It's yeah, kind of a, a nice little attention to detail as well. Like, they did have they did have dental hygiene in a way, you know, so. Yeah, it's like um, it's like movies, like post-apocalyptic movies, or like movies that take place, like, back in the day, and women have, like, shaved armpits, and you're mm-hmm. like, hmm. They wouldn't, though. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, eh. like everyone's like, oh, let me just stretch out my arms and look at my perfectly shaved armpits. And I'm <laughs> like, no, girl, you'd have hairy ass armpits. Tom, let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, so she cut off the French tracker's leg, didn't she? I can't. Did she? I can't remember. I know she because I wrote something. that down. I said, did she cut off the French tracker's leg in order to have revenge against the brother? Well, she because it wasn't the last guy. It wasn't the the guy she that gave her the gun. 
It was a different dude. No, the guy that she used as bait, you mean? I think so. I can't remember exactly what she did. She might have... I think she did do that because she was like, you know... Because she knew that the predator doesn't come for somebody who's just laying there as bait. But she put a gun in his hand and, like, made it look like he was hunting the predator. And then she was invisible. Because she had that really cool monologue when she's like, he's going to think you're hunting him. But he's not going to know that I'm hunting him, you know? And so it was so clever. Let me. She was so cool. I'm pretty sure she did cut off his leg. But let me just look it up really quick. Yeah, it says. It says she knocks him out, suffers one of his legs, and gives him an unloaded gun before eating the herbs to hide her body heat. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, so she did. She did. She must have sweet. done it to have a re- revenge against the yeah. brother. Because the, re- the brother was already dead by then. Yeah, because right? she said, like, you cut my brother, I'm going to cut you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she was not fucking around. Honestly, good for her, because same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, she like killed I, two birds. She got revenge, and she killed the predator. Yeah, yeah. and also these, I mean, she's kidnapped by these french trackers she can't understand them you know um i did you know what they were saying and or was it all french because to me i there was no like it didn't say what they were actually saying in french no there was no subtitles or anything yeah which i thought was kind of cool because it's like we're, we're like in her shoes yeah i thought so too i every time i see something like that i'm like man i fucking wish i spoke that language though because i just want to know what they're saying you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's and it's and i think about like if i watched a movie with someone who could speak french and they knew exactly what they were saying it would be like how interesting that would be to be like you know what they're saying but i have no idea and i really want to know yeah because they could be being really crude because she's a woman you know they don't know they and they said that one part they're like oh la femme you know so a woman um obviously i picked up a little bit because i can kind of get from context but um yeah i i was just curious if that was the the comanche version had the french i didn't watch the comanche oh you didn't no i watched the english version yeah see if i had known there was a comanche version i would have watched that one i'm thinking of just putting it on because i want to see like because i think at the beginning that she speaks a little bit when the movies were starting i mean they do speak a little bit i'm very curious about like what a movie would sound like what the language sounds like when you hear like the dialogue and stuff so i'm i might just do that but i haven't i haven't done it yet i doubt that there'll be uh I doubt there'll be subtitles for what they're saying, but right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the trappers was a little bit of a mystery to me mm-hmm. because when she's first like tracking the predator, she comes out to this field and there's all these skinned bison. Yeah. That was, and I was so like, wait creepy. a second. Was this the predator? Because I thought like the trap. Oh, and like early in the movie, the dog's tail gets cut caught yeah. in the trap. And, and I even thought that, I'm like, this seems, like, too primitive. Like, the technology seems too prim- primitive for the, the predator. Would they put out traps? And so, and even when I saw the bison, I was like, is this the track that the predator doing this? Right. And taking the skins. But then she found, like, a cigar. And I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. And then the predator found the okay, same that, thing. It was a cigar. Okay. I, I was thought like, it was. It, yeah. yeah, I think it was, too. Because I remember looking at it being like, what is that? And then I was like... That's not a cigar, but 
now that you're i can't believe this took me like a minute but now that you're like connecting those i'm like oh duh it was the tracker cigar or the not the trackers the the trappers cigar <laughs> yeah so that makes a lot more so, sense and then you see the the predator find them too so you're like okay so that's not him so it must be like fur traders or something right and then and i and i like what a that waste too i like, know oh my those gosh bison I read and there's book. like all that meat that like people could eat like i told you about i think i've talked about the movie wild hearts can't be broken well the book that like the true story that it's based on um one of the guys in the book who has like so the movie or the the story is about diving horses and like Mm -hmm. this traveling show but the guy who like first started the diving horse show was in the in the out like in the old west way before he became like an entertainer for diving horses and Mm -hmm. in the book wait when does it take place the the book takes place in like the 1930s but okay he so was alive early. in like the 1800s right makes sense makes sense and so he's like um, the gold rush or well i i don't i mean it's been a while but it's like he did like wild west shows and stuff but he was okay, around okay. for like the fur trade and the buffalo like trading the buffalo uh pelts and stuff and the woman whose story is about it she says she she in the book she recalls him saying that when he was young and he was out west there would be they would kill buffalo and they would kill so many buffalo that you could walk a mile on top of buffalo without stepping on the ground that's how many buffalo they would kill oh my you god know? like it was just crazy and like just, a, just such a waste immense like, waste yeah. yeah i mean like i know that that's it i i just that it that just makes me sad yeah. i think that they well, were yeah. weren't they almost um hunted to extinction or something it's almost possible, yeah. endangered or something and yeah maybe like in that during that time exactly, but it would make sense because they're just so much killing that is crazy and um so yeah they like they didn't the even stench of that i know imagine for miles it would oh god so in this movie yeah they just took the fur they didn't do anything with the meat or that it seemed like it didn't and it and seems um, like you would at least take some of it like be maybe like, they oh, did be a good i don't meal know for later like, yeah not in any way that made it like not a waste and so i thought that was interesting that you see these like images of like hunting in various forms you know Mm -hmm. and anyway so yeah and then she gets caught in the the trap and it doesn't the predator doesn't kill her and that's how she kind of figures out like no he doesn't he doesn't want to be baited oh god those traps those bear traps always freak me the fuck out Mm -hmm. like well i like that when um she was with her brother and they were tied against the tree that she was talking about how she saw the beaver and the beaver like bit off its foot or whatever Mm -hmm. and i could understand why the brother was like what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing like he's like am i about to get my arm cut off no don't do this please and uh you know but she didn't end up doing that she was just telling like a story mm-hmm. oh, is there your contact yeah i was like um, yeah i thought you'd like maybe seen something oh, over there no. and then i was like, yeah i was like is contact. it a ghost no a ghost? a ghost i wouldn't be this calm if i saw a ghost <laughs> yeah you know um i've lived here for almost 10 years and i would i would think that i would have had a ghostly encounter by now if uh, there were ghosts here so so That's far good to know yeah i don't yeah. think there's any ghosts I like when the trappers were just like standing there waiting and the one of them is is looking out into the distance and you see 
a guy behind him get like pulled off his horse and killed and you're like oh crap he's here <laughs> i know i remember yeah that part i was like oh no and that but it was one of those things where i was like oh no this is terrible <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they tied up her dog they put her yeah. in a cage like, like what the dog do he's just <laughs> i was just an innocent little dingo an american what do you call him an american dingo Meg. American dingo ate my baby. <laughs> I was really sad that the brother died, though. I Me didn't, too. I wish that he hadn't died. Me too. You know, um, I would have liked it if he would have maybe just gotten injured or something. But yeah, it was I knew that they were sad. gonna. Well, because yeah. he was made chief, and then she defeated the predator and brought back the head. Yeah, and then they were like, "Okay, well, you're the chief now, now you're because your brother," chief, yeah. which is awesome because that's really cool. But it is sad that her brother had to die in order for that to happen. Yeah, and he died like, like saving her life. Like he almost, I think, knew that he was going to die. He like you know? seemed to sacrifice himself yeah. to save her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wanted to talk about. So there's a scene where they're sort of putting their heads together to try to to get him. And she's like, I don't think it can be killed. And he said, if it bleeds, we can kill it. And that's the throwback from the original movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger says that line. So that was really cool. I I was like 98% certain that it was a throwback, but I confirmed with Mike that it was a throwback. (laughs) And then I really like... He likes the Predator series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we watched it together. Does he like Alien series too? Yeah, we... we watched Alien together as well. I like Alien. Don't you remember the the classic story I told you where he played the predator noise for me and I didn't (laughs) know that he was doing that and I thought that there was like an animal in his house. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I... So, like, I... Because I live, like, you know, near the wooded area so sometimes I'll hear, like, a cricket like, really loud and I'm like, if there's a fucking cricket (laughs) in my apartment I will lose my shit because, first of all, they're big and, secondly, I'm just a little chicken and I hate bugs. Oh, my gosh. I was watching TV with Mike once. (laughs) We were watching TV and I looked over and on the table next to me, a cricket walked across the table and it, I, it was so big and I was like, and I went, oh, and he he thought that I was like seeing a spider or something. And he didn't know what I was, and he, he, he said he was like, he didn't know why I was reacting that way. And then he looked and he goes, oh, <laughs> it was so big. It was such a huge. big, yeah, so he caught it and took it outside. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, no. <laughs> They're not gross. Like I would rather encounter a cricket than a spider any day. But I they think are I'd rather encounter large. a spider than a cricket. Jeez. To be honest with you, I mean, as long as it's a small spider, <laughs> it's within reason. It's like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, at least we don't get locusts here. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we have grasshoppers. Cause locusts, I found out are actually grasshoppers it's something about serotonin yeah Yeah. there's like serotonin released in their brains and that's what caused them to become locusts swarm yeah yeah that's interesting interesting. yeah i was like okay i didn't know they were the same thing until you sent me that article yeah i didn't either i was like oh fascinating they are devastating yeah yeah (laughs) they're a devastating bug they really mess things up a a biblical plague oh yeah literally like if if you are in the way get out of the way because (laughs) seriously thank you oh man yeah i know i've seen videos of like swarms of locusts in africa where they just look like how could you even walk through there you know you can't yeah i mean ugh, no ugh, no anyway um, i like i like how the brother early in the movie gave her advice like when she was hunting the the mountain lion and he was like when you find when the, when you see the lion you tell him this is as far as he goes he's not going to go further and then at the end of the movie when she 
uses the the predator's helmet against him so basically clever. which is really cool um she's like this is as far as you go no further and i really like that she used that line that her brother said Me and too. also like i like just the sight on his helmet that was like on the on the warriors before he killed them like they wouldn't know what that was like a laser oh, yeah. sight and they're kind of like fascinating and like batting at it and it's like no get out of there get out of the way you don't I know, know. How you're looking at get out of there i felt like that too like i was like almost i was like you better move 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 but they're i mean why would they know yeah you know? they I mean, wouldn't know they like, would have no idea you know it's like my cat when my cat encounters a laser he also does the same thing and bats around <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know he's like i need to catch this yeah what is this little what is this little bugger doing in here i caught it well wait it go it went away (laughs) and then yeah and i liked how she ran out into the field and one of the one of the guys was out there and he's like i think we've got it and she sees the three dots on him she's like no he it has us and she like pushed him out of the way just in time but he still died and so yeah yeah. it was good i i really like that she used his technology against him i thought that that was super clever yeah it was awesome especially since like this dude killed i mean this predator killed so many different people and they like all had you know i mean the trappers had advanced technology over the comanche tribe um and they still it's but it you know it's a little different when you're you're uh the predator is invisible yeah well yeah and you can't hide from it easily like what are you gonna do like carry on the smoke machine well a smoke machine machine wouldn't hide you well no but it would hide the it would show the predator oh i see yeah yeah, yes yeah that's what i'm thinking yeah yeah Yeah. it's just it's just crazy like what if you were like hey predator um it's super misty out why don't we go fight out there because then i can see him anywhere else fight Let's dump paint on him. Yeah, so I I just, it's so scary. Like, yeah. the heat vision and how you can't easily hide from him. And, and, and I know. If you don't know that that's how he sees you. Yeah, so I thought it was really cool. And the dog helped her. I liked how the dog, she, like, said the, the command. Dog so the dog cute. brought her, like, a, like, the tomahawk or whatever. I know. <laughs> I love it the was dog. really cool. I really liked the dog as well. I'm so glad that he didn't get killed. Oh, I that would have been so sad. I was, like, ready for it. Like, I was prepared yeah. mentally. I was, like, not going to want it to happen. But I was like, okay, if it happens, at it least. Does, it is a trope. It does happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no. Mm-mm. Um, I did have a question for you because I always think about this when I see shows that have like aliens and I always wonder do you think that to other predators that this is like an attractive predator I mean oh. like because i always think about that like i'm i'm like you know um like rick and morty is a really good example of like really gross looking aliens that they have you know and i always think about that i'm like but in this world this is the norm so mm-hmm. is this an attractive alien or are they like is this ugly to them too you know what i mean like yeah i don't know it's just yeah that's an interesting question um i would assume if he's hunting on a different planet he's probably one of their top warriors or hunters probably yeah he's probably very well respected and revered and that's true women love him and men want to be him he's got predatoras (laughs) those are the ladies yeah predatoras yes and um that's a spanish word for predator he's probably up to his his neck and predator women i guess and that don't say it. Please don't say it. Uh, highly sought after. Yes. They love him there. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's, 
he comes home to 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 parades and and all sorts of different stuff. Unless he gets killed by a teenage, unless he gets killed by a teenage Comanche girl. girl. Yeah. But I know, so tragic. Yeah, you know I love how she came back. I like how she did like a war cry after she killed him. I thought that was really cool. And then I love how she came back with his head and with his blood on her face. Me too. Like yeah, the like glowing beard all over. So cool. Yeah, I always wonder. I'm like, is that radiated blood? Like you know what I mean? Like can I don't know certain. You know, you're you're assuming different species can survive different things on different yeah. planets, right? Yeah. So, if a planet has, like, if your blood is radiated, you can just survive it. You but that be, doesn't mean that, humans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like uh, it's like you know signs where they flip out about the water. Yeah. Which someone pointed out to me, and it might have been you, but I don't know. But someone pointed out to me in signs <laughs> that. Why the fuck would they come to a planet that's seventy five percent covered in well, water if they can't deal with water? I've heard people say that too, and I'm just like, eh, I suspect unless they didn't know. Like the movies about aliens, yeah. you know what I mean? Aliens that, that are like coming to Earth. Freaks me yeah, out. it is good. <laughs> it's really good. It is weird. Like, why would they come to something? But yeah, maybe they didn't know that they're not because yeah. there's not much water in the universe in our universe, at least. Yeah. Well, so, that we know of. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, but um. I really like how she comes and they give her the staff and and the dog does this like little proud little sit looking at her and I think I really love that scene with the dog Thank but then we get it yeah like, him I helped you I'm your partner and then uh, partner yeah partner <laughs> and then there's a little girl who's kind of like looking up to her and I thought that was a, kind of a neat moment with like girl power you know like girls can do it too and I really thought it was cool how she's like we need to go to the like the other that grounds we need to leave. because yeah, there's danger yeah. here and i like that she was talking probably about the traders like the fur traders but then of course we learned that the predators were also going to come back so oh, yeah yeah that's uh that's terrifying because yeah. one guy is like really powerful and like scary and then mm-hmm. you have like a bunch of them and it's like cool so this might be the extinction of our uh you know yeah tribe. especially <laughs> since a lot like it seemed like most of the young men of the tribe were killed oh yeah there was like six scary five itself. six of them yeah yeah so but you know maybe the comanche should go to their planet and yeah maybe yeah because <laughs> that's what would probably happen yeah <laughs> how would they travel in space <laughs> yeah uh, i didn't even think about that but yeah you make a good point there's no there's no space travel yet yeah would mm. you recommend it i would recommend it i think it's fun um especially if you like the predator series you know it's uh, a badass female lead and that's always exciting and also again person of color so that's always great too and yeah i I, it's fun it's well done it's not tropey you know it's creative i liked it it was clever Mm -hmm. so what do you would you say big time i've already recommended it to multiple people And um, I would probably watch it again. I liked it so much. You watched much. it twice already. I watched it twice in a row. I put it on as background noise, but I ended up just kind of like watching it. And uh, the second time, I mean. And uh, I like put it in theaters. Why is it not in I theaters? Know. It's pathetic. It needs to be in theaters. And I wonder if it's not I'm, in theaters because there's no one famous. I don't know. In but it, it's but awesome. And I'm really glad that stupid. it's... I'm really glad that it's more easily accessible on hulu because i think just normal hulu is probably more common than any of the fancy hulus and and i'm glad that it's not like watch it on hbo go you know like i don't want to pay for a ton of streaming services so i'm glad like it's on hulu like thankfully 
yeah thanks it's on hulu but it needs to be in theaters i think it's so so good and yeah. it's i i hope that people i hope it's getting a lot of watches i hope people are really and i i've seen a lot of good things about it i've seen a lot of things on twitter about it i've seen things on letterboxd about it so i think it is getting recognized and i just hope oh, yeah, that it gets i mean i had three people recommend yeah. it to me within like two days of each other yeah. so so i would recommend it watch it you don't really have to know the other predator movies i think no. honestly i think you should watch if you're gonna watch it watch the first predator just because I the agree. first predator is so fun and you get like a background of the character and then you, and can then watch you get to see one. the iconic scene where they clasp hands yeah. and they have this super muscular yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. mega muscle like handshake thing. Yeah. So. There's actually um, a parody of Predator in an episode of Bob's Burgers where they like are telling a story, but they call him the Breditor. <laughs> and so he's made of bread. And uh, it turn if you if you uh, dunk yourself in the butter river, that's the way that the the Breditor oh, can't wow. see. <laughs> but he Jeez. turns people into bread. To bread things, <laughs> the Cute. breaditor, the breaditor, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I, 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 yeah, I'd say watch it. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Listening to us? No, you should listen to us because we're amazing. But anyway, you should watch this after because it's amazing. <laughs> and uh, we are on uh, Instagram at Watches and Movies and Facebook at Watches Movies. If you want to email us, it's Watches and Movies at Gmail And if you like our stuff, you can. Uh, you know you should subscribe give us five stars and if you want us to do a movie that you uh recommend you can do one of two things you can email us or you can go to itunes leave us five stars and then write the name of the movie in the review and we'll do it within usually a couple weeks and thanks so much to mike for theme music yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show Forty Two. His name is Mike Myers. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, and Mike, thanks for recommending this movie. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's, yeah. it's badass. It's badass. All right, bye bye. Bye. <laughs>